0: Hi and welcome to The Movie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question. Which was better, the book or the movie? I'm Rosha. And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Boovie Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Boovie Girls to get access to all of the bonus content that we have on there for you. And this week we are covering something that I'm just so excited we even get the chance to cover. Right. Because, you know, the rules are there has to be a book and there has to be a movie. Correct. Um, we're covering Home Alone. Yes. Because, spoiler <laughs> alert, there's an illustrated book.
1: <laughs> right. Which came out clearly after the movie, but <laughs> yes. we are counting it. Um, so, yeah, it is at the beginning of our holiday season yes
0: uh so Merry Christmas everyone Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa whatever you celebrate it's a yeah. happy holidays well and
1: <laughs> I was threatened that I didn't if I didn't have my Christmas tree up by the time we started recording Roche wasn't going to do this correct I, it need is to, now up.
0: I need to be in the Christmas spirit <laughs> and it feels very Christmassy in here thank you thank so you I tried. job well done just for you what are you calling this episode <laughs> uh Merry Christmas you filthy animal <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, so the book, which Hannah mentioned, came after the movie, mm-hmm. was originally published October sixth, 2015. And it's illustrated by Kim Smith. And it's based, obviously, on mm-hmm. the story by John Hughes. It's really cool looking, too. It's I love it. It's, like, so good. I actually posted a picture of this book today. And mm-hmm. I tagged the illustrator who did the book. And she liked my photo. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, it has a 4.1 out of 5 on Goodreads, which I'm Leng. like, why doesn't it just have a 5? Right. <laughs> and it's a whopping 40 pages, which, mm-hmm. you know, when it's an illustrated book, it basically means like 10 pages. Correct. Let's be honest. Correct.
1: <laughs> uh, so the movie came out in 1990, which is so funny when I think about this, because I remember being a little kid watching Home Alone every Christmas. And to me, it was like a new movie. Mm-hmm. But I was three years old when this came out. So I was either born or just being born, yeah, just being <laughs> born, um, but it's a PG comedy family and it's an hour and 43 minutes directed by Chris Columbus, who we know from directing Harry Potter one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, he also directed Mrs. Doubtfire and two of the Percy Jackson movies.
0: Well, I haven't seen the Percy Jackson movies, but the other ones are great. Fabulous. (laughs) Percy Jackson's actually pretty good, too. I'm sure we'll cover that eventually. (laughs) Um, So the IMDb synopsis reads, an eight-year-old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. I'm just going to stop down. I would love to hear from anyone who hasn't actually seen this movie, because I feel like it's very rare to find people who haven't. I don't think it Even if you're like not a Christmas fan, or like you're just not into that, right. this one is like a rite of passage, in my opinion. I know. <laughs> so if you have never seen this, please email us and tell us why you haven't, or why you have no desire to. We'd love to hear but from But also, you. <laughs> like I don't know if we can be friends at that point. I mean, <laughs> we can make some exceptions. Maybe if you read the book instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't have very many interesting facts about the book, um, except that... Oddly enough, we thought that, you know, this book was the only book. Yeah. Supposedly, um, the, there was also a novel that was created to go to coincide with the movie release in oh. 1990. Um, it was written by Todd Strasser and it was published by Scholastic, which I had no knowledge of. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, apparently there's another book, but we're not covering that one. <laughs> we're covering this one, which was... Um, Created to celebrate the 25th anniversary okay. of the movie, um, and it was published by Quirk Books. So, yeah, very s- interesting um, tidbit that I found there. But I was like, was is it the other book called Home Alone? Yeah, it was basically. I'm assuming it's like pretty much mirroring the the movie because it's it's supposed to coincide with the release of the movie. Fascinating. So, yeah, Fascinating. so I didn't do my, you know, due diligence and, like, research you know that what? book. But listen, it doesn't matter because we're not covering that one. This
1: time <laughs> of year, I appreciate the 48-page books. But Agreed. we did see that this same um, book... Line uh-huh, has classics. yes, has Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. um, as well as Elf. Yes. So, we've been contemplating doing maybe one of those. So, I'm here for it. Uh, so the movie has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which that's it. Again, why doesn't it have 100%? Right, beyond me. The budget was 18 million dollars. This movie has gross.
0: $476 million worldwide. And counting. And counting. <laughs> That's incredible. Insane.
1: Because, it, you know, it's on TV yeah. every year. And, you know, it, it, I watched it on Disney Plus, but I'm sure they get royalties out sure. the wazoo well, for Well, and
0: I know we've talked about this before, but, like, I don't know how the streaming thing, like, mm-hmm. works with yeah. royalties. But, like, I know every family is streaming this on every single sure. site that has it. For <laughs> sure. Um
1: so a couple of fun facts about the movies, which some people know of these already. But the movie that Kevin watches in the movie, mm-hmm. it's the black and white one that he uses. Yeah. Um, that movie, um, that footage was actually specifically made for this movie. It's not an actual movie. It's called Angels with Filthy Souls, uh, and it does mirror similar to a to a different movie called Angels with Dirty Faces, um, but. It, it was, was created for this movie. I think I knew that,
0: that it wasn't actually a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, that has to be too perfect because yeah. the scenes that he uses to like play tricks are just right. made for this.
1: <laughs> so the movie actually at the time, which I don't know how out of date this fact is, but it was entered into the Guinness Book of World Records as the highest box office gross comedy um, worldwide ever. Wow. Which, with that number, I have a hard time believing what comedy would have beat that.
0: I don't know. There's some good stuff There's some good ones.
1: But, like, (laughs) well-known like this, it'd be interesting to know which one at least came close if not beaten it. Like,
0: for instance, like, to me, Mrs. Doubtfire is up there. Right. You know what I mean? True. True. I thought this was funny. Have you ever seen
1: the movie Uncle Buck? Mm, I don't think so. Starring John Candy and Macaulay Culkin. No. (laughs) So, it's a great movie. Um, It, uh... It's about Uncle Buck and and whatnot. But so the so that movie came out in 1989 and the concept uh, for this movie actually came during the um, during the making of that movie, Mm -hmm. because there's a scene where Macaulay Culkin it. He interrogates the uh, the would be babysitter through the opening of the front door, ah. and supposedly that got the ideas churning of of this movie, which I thought was
0: which I was interesting. Did John Hughes write that movie too? Uh, yes, he did. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. So I was like, why was John Hughes worried about this movie when? Yeah, he was... <laughs> interesting.
1: Okay, so. I mean, I think we can all agree that the Home Alone house is iconic. Yes, we would all love, love, love to own that. I house. would like to
0: know how much it is.
1: Okay, so currently, <laughs> funny you ask. So the this home was al- not a setup by any means. No, reason. it I'm wasn't actually. <laughs> so the Home Alone house is in Winnetka, Illinois. It's six bedrooms, six baths. That's it. It feels bigger. Yeah, but the rooms downstairs are all pretty big. That's true. So it's uh, fifty, almost fifty four hundred square feet right now um, on Zillow it's only $2 million. That's which, it? Which I thought was interesting because of the, how the housing market, at least in Arizona, yeah. is right now. So maybe Illinois is a little better. Um, it's not
0: on the market currently. No, it's it?
1: currently yeah. not on the market. So maybe if someone were to put it on the market, it mm. would be more. Um, I think it was current last It was last sold in 2015 for like $1.8 or something Wouldn't like that. Wouldn't it
0: be that. so cool to live
1: in the Home Alone house? Well, funny enough, <laughs> uh, there was actually a family that lived there Um, during the filming, like it was like the, I guess somebody or the guy who owned the house randomly met, um, I can't, you know, someone from this movie and he was, they were talking about the house and they were like, well, you know, if you guys ever want to use the house for a movie, initially they were going to use it for Uncle Buck. Mm -hmm. Something fell through. So they were like, oh, you remember that house that we were going to use? Let's use it for Home Alone. So originally they had the homeowners move out of the house. to an apartment while they were filming in it. Um, They actually filmed scenes
0: inside the house? Oh, so it wasn't just using the outside of it. Yeah.
1: So I guess, though, the family, like, didn't, it, they were only in that apartment that they had rented out for them for like a couple of weeks. And they decided that they wanted to come home after just <laughs> not very long. So they actually kept the master suite on the second floor um, for them to live in while the film crew worked downstairs and periodically they would interact with Macaulay Culkin and the bunch of bunch of the actors. That sounds like I would not want to do that.
0: Like that sounds like it sounds cool, Mm -hmm. but in reality, it's probably really like obnoxious. Yeah, well, and they did say there
1: was a couple times where they like accidentally walked in on a scene (laughs) or the cars were there in the wrong things. That is
0: too funny. Um,
1: Another fun fact about the house is, you know, since the movie became so popular, people are like, where is this house? You know, so (laughs) in the movie, when Kevin's talking to the Santa character, he says that he lives at 671 Lincoln Boulevard. Well, the House actual address is 671 Lincoln Avenue. So quickly people found out exactly where this house was and they would start coming over
0: and take pictures. Yeah. They didn't do a very good job of masking that uh, address.
1: Um, You know, I'm a huge Lego fan, Mm -hmm. right? So Lego actually has um, a set of the Home Alone house. That's cool. Um, It's for the low price of $250. Chump change. Right.
0: But wouldn't it look great in my Christmas decor? It really would. Like I'm picturing it now. I don't know how big it is, but I like the bigger, the better. Right. I know. Well, I have my like department 56 houses, Mm -hmm. right?
1: And then I have my Funko Christmas house, so now I feel like I need a Lego Christmas collection. Well,
0: that's the, that's exactly it. Like you need it; it needs its own space. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't mix with any of right. the other stuff
1: so. because you know that they also have. Hogwarts or uh, Hogwarts during Christmas Lego sets. I do know that. I'm sure that's
0: just as expensive. I just
1: need to buy the Home Alone house so I have enough
0: room for all my Christmas villages. Right, exactly. (laughs) Buy the house and then get the Lego set to go in the house. All right,
1: so let's talk about the cast of the movie. Obviously, let's start with Kevin. Kevin is the star of the movie who gets left home alone by the infamous Macaulay Culkin. Uh, So he uh, starred in Uncle Buck before this movie came out. Was that his first? Um, I think, you know, he actually started uh, acting when he was five. Oh, okay. He was 10 in this movie, nine in Uncle Buck. Okay. Um, after Home Alone, he went to star on My Girl, which have you ever seen that? Yes, I have seen Very that. Very sad. Um, Home Alone 2, The Good Son, Richie Rich, and then a couple other movies. I kind of thought that he took a break from acting, mm-hmm. but really he was kind of Popping up here and there, and most recently, he was in the latest season of American Horror Story,
0: like uh, the one that just came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he seen plays it yet. a
1: character named Mickey, who is a drug addict, oh. um, and is very creepy. Okay. But he's very good in it. Um, he's one of seven kids. Uh, Kieran Culkin is probably the next famous actor of that family. Mm -hmm. He actually plays Fuller in this movie. Uh, He was also in Father of the Bride um, and that TV show Succession that everyone seems to
0: love. Everyone keeps talking about it. Um,
1: So yeah, so interesting. Macaulay Culkin obviously has had a rough childhood, um, a rough life. You could say that. Um, His dad was his manager for a very long time and then that went south at one point. So, you know, child actors, what can you do?
0: Listen, power to him for... Staying alive mm-hmm. for seemingly doing okay if he's still getting acting gigs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, he pulled it together. Um, is he still married to or with what's her face? I don't know that. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Oh, uh, Bren- Brenda? Brenda Song? Is that who he was dating for a while? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, pff, Iconic. He will forever be Kevin. Yeah. Like, it is what it right. is. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think, why not? I think he's fully embraced it. I, I'm pretty sure he did a couple of, like, spoof skits and stuff where he, like, made fun of himself recently, I mean, too. I mean, I would. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Iconic. It's just so funny that um, Kieran plays... His cousin in this, yeah, it's like they're they're identical, and they're trying to pass them off as cousins, right. not brothers. <laughs> when there's
1: when there's roles that he could have just played his brother, right? <laughs> um, but I did read that Macaulay Culkin as a kid was very professional on, I could see on that. set. He was very wise for his age yeah. um, it kind of reminds me of the little girl who plays in once upon a time in hollywood who plays alongside leonardo in the western oh, yeah, movie yeah, yeah, uh but yeah i mean he's a super cute kid i don't think he aged very well
0: can't say that he did yeah but so. you know it is what it is it is what it you is you can't all like glow up right right
1: uh speaking of glowing up let's talk about kate the mom <laughs> the wonderful talented beautiful Catherine o'hara I mean, she was in... You mean Moira? Yes. Uh, She was also in Beetlejuice. She does done a ton of voice work, um, but we know her as Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. Um, She's great. I freaking love her. Um, Evidently, her and Macaulay Culkin um, still have a very close relationship, and he calls her mom still. That's sweet. Which I thought was really cute.
0: So I think um, she breaks the mold in the sense of, like, I have always known her as Mm -hmm. Mrs. McAllister, right? Yeah now I will forever know her as Moira Rose. Like, I have not met a actor or actress or seen an actor or an actress, like, really transcend mm-hmm. their, like, iconic role yeah. the way that she has. She, like, they're so different from each yeah. other that it's, like, it's perfect.
1: Well, and I feel like her and I would just be great buddies. <laughs> like, I feel like I can just see myself sitting at a table drinking wine with Catherine yeah. O'Hara. And, and it's kind of an attest, testament to her how her and Macaulay Culkin are very close. Her and Eugene Levy worked years mm-hmm. together, are very close. In a little bit, I'm going to talk about another actor who she was very, very close with. So I feel like someone who can keep these close relationships with people that i work with has to be a great person i agree she's canadian right
0: she is i mean that's why
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes but iconic
0: role she did it wonderfully mm -hmm. i love her yes
1: uh so moving on to peter McAllister, uh which is kevin's dad played by john hurd he was in the movie big have you seen that before
0: is that the one with tom hanks yes it's so good he plays the big piano it's
1: a great movie um he was also in white chicks iconic. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his role was. Oh,
0: yeah, he was the dad yeah. of, like, the one of the white girls. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, unfortunately, he did pass away in 2017 at the age of 71 um, of a heart attack. But it, the thing about this character, um, which I think is so funny, is everybody always asks, what did Peter McAllister do for a living? Like, what did he... He literally had all these kids in this beautiful house. Like, what did he do? And we never find
0: out. But, I mean, if you're saying that in this day and age, today, Mm -hmm. that house is only worth $2 It was probably worth nothing in nineteen ninety.
1: But still,
0: (laughs) yeah. I mean, jury's still out. Yeah, we don't know. Ray and
1: I were watching this the other day, and he swears he saw on the wall a magazine cover with Peter McAllister on it on the on the hallway, the stairway. Like what? Like a
0: Forbes article or something something like like that? Important? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can definitely. I'm almost positive he definitely has a desk job, like a very like Mm -hmm. corporate style job. Yeah, um, probably in like. Mergers and acquisitions. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's how I see him. I,
1: you know, what I always love him in is in the, is in the second movie uh-huh. when he wears the brown pea coat and yes, they're running yes. through, and I was like, "You are put together with Mr. that like man
0: satchel that he's yeah. got going on." Yeah, yeah, very you know nice. What?
1: what a good looking guy. So, <laughs> but he's really not important to this. <laughs> no, <entire> not movie. <laughs> really. But um, so let's move on to the robbers. Uh, <laughs> Harry is played by the infamous Joe Pesci. He was in Goodfellas, which came out the same year as Home Alone. He was in Rookie of the Year, My Cousin Vinny, and he has an Oscar for a supporting role in The Irishman. I mean, he's brilliant. Yeah. He is. He is iconic, and um, I love him in this role. And
0: I just recently, like in the last couple years, saw My Cousin Vinny, Mm -hmm. and he's so good in that. He's so good. But like, he's also just so good in everything he does, you know? Like, he, I could Mm -hmm. not see anyone else playing this role. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, iconic. Yeah. Uh, his partner in crime, Marv, is played by Daniel Stern. Um, he actually starred in a movie called Hannah and Her Sisters, which oh. I've never seen. It's you a, should see that. It's a Woody. Sounds like you should. Right. It's a Woody Allen film. And I, I remember growing up, you know, I always got the Hannah Barbera or Hannah and Her Sisters. And I was, I was like. I don't have any sisters, but so I thought that was funny. Um, One thing that I was fascinated by, which I had no idea, he is actually the narrator of the original Wonder Years series. Oh, so um, I never watched those. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) But like, I would have never thought that, you know, Fred Savage is the main character in that. And there's a voiceover of him Mm -hmm. um, throughout the whole series. And I guess um, Daniel Stern is the one who voiced it. Interesting. So lastly, I couldn't not talk about this character. Uh, Gus Polanski, (laughs) my MVP of the movie, um, played by John Candy, who is one of my all time favorite actors. He was in Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Spaceballs, the Blues Brothers, Cool Runnings. Mm. Have you seen Cool Runnings? Yes, I have. Okay, good. Um, And my favorite movie of all time, The Great Outdoors. I've never
0: even heard of that. It's so great. I
1: have it on DVD. You can borrow the it. The Great Outdoors? Oh, yeah. It's with him and Dan Aykroyd, and they take their families um, camping, but in, like, the wood, like, in a cabin, huh. and it's so great, and it's just so brilliant, and it has, like, more of, like, a... Um, like Chevy Chase, National Lampoon, like everything goes okay. wrong type movie. So not
0: my type of movie. But
1: it's so good, though. I think you'd really like it. I think you'd really I'll like it. I'll take your word for it. Um, But, in you know, another Canadian. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
0: gotta love him. I mean, you just look at him and you smile.
1: Right. He just has
0: that kind of, you know air yeah, about him. <laughs> I know.
1: Unfortunately, he did pass away in 1994, which I was like, I can't believe it's been that long mm-hmm. since he passed away. He was only 43 years old yeah. um, and died of a heart attack. Uh, John Candy was a brilliant, brilliant actor. He imp- he improvised a lot of his lines throughout all of his movies, including this one. Um, and he's just one of those people that like he's once in a generation type yeah. type of actor. Um, he shared all of his screen time in this movie with Katherine O'Hara. Uh, they became very, very good friends um, early on in their careers in the 70s for a TV show that they worked on. Um, and when uh, he died, he actually passed away on her 40th birthday. Ugh. And she gave a eulogy um, at his funeral that, of oh, course, wow. everyone cried and, and whatnot. Sad. So I, I love I love his scenes in this movie, mm. you know, polka, 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 <laughs> you know. And my dad was a huge polka fan, so. You he know. was? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> if Ray and I get married, there will be some sort of polka song, you know. Do I need to learn a dance? or yeah, it's like a little
0: jig, you know. Okay. He'll be fine. All right. <laughs> Alright, time for who said it. Um, let's be honest, there was not a lot of words in this book, so I went with movie quotes. Hopefully that'll be as you should. That'll be I, helpful. If you're
1: picking the ones that I think you're picking, I need some like emphasis
0: in these. I'm not picking the ones that you think you're pick- I'm picking because that would be too easy. Oh, come on. Where's the fun? <laughs> Alright, your first quote is, and this is just for me because I love pizza, mm-hmm. um, a lovely cheese pizza, just for me. <laughs> that would be Kevin McAllister. Yes. <laughs> Next one. You can be too old for a lot of things, but you're never too old to be afraid.
1: Ooh, that is a good one. Um, the old man,
0: yes. neighbor. Old man Marley. Yes. <laughs> Next one. All the great ones leave their mark. Marv. Yes. yes. It was followed by We're the Wet Bandits. The wet I couldn't bandits. put that in there. <laughs> last but not least, all kids, no parents, probably a fancy orphanage. Harry. Yes. <laughs> so good yeah no I purposely picked quotes that weren't like famous are any of those your favorite <laughs> lines of the movie no none of them are what's your favorite line in the movie oh gosh that's hard
1: mine <laughs> forever and always be buzz your girlfriend Whoa. <laughs> which I read that that is actually supposedly a boy dressed up like a girl
0: because they, they didn't
1: want a girl to like yeah, be upset that does not surprise yeah. me
0: whatsoever yeah no I don't know that's a good one though there's just so many iconic, like, <laughs> phrases in this movie. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, don't make me pay. I won't. <laughs> All right, uh, your options for F, Mary, Kill are Mrs. McAllister, okay. Marv, and Harry. Oh, come on. <laughs> I,
1: You know what? I feel like I... I need to kill Mrs. McAllister. She, as, and not Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. Never. But like, she leaves a kid at home.
0: Like, come on, you know, but okay. But like 14 other people also left him at home. So it wasn't just, her. she was actually really mean to him too. Like when she like sent him upstairs, <laughs> like really mean. Okay. But fine. If you want to kill her, you can okay. kill
1: her. Um, and you know what? I'm going to marry Harry. Cause at least he's like, I feel like he tries to have a plan and he has like, you know, some ambition to like Uh get a lot of money. And you know what? I will stay home alone with Marv because he's (laughs) funny.
0: He's really funny. Okay, um, I'm gonna swap. I, I can't kill Mrs. McAllister. Are you kidding me? I mean, what are you gonna do there? I'll marry her, so she can spend all your money, so I can have that house. Okay. <laughs> um, I will also uh, stay home a little bit with Marv because okay. he's a good time, and I'll kill Harry. I feel like Harry's a little too controlling for me, and like we're both very Type A's, and like mm-hmm. that wouldn't work. It's not the gold tooth for you, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, me. or the uh, the, bald the bald head. head. <laughs> It's a little short. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, everyone's tall to me. So. Yeah.
1: um All right. So, you know, normally this is where we go um, through the timeline of the movie. If you remember our Christmas episodes from last year, which if you haven't listened to those, last year we covered The Grinch, mm-hmm.
0: uh, Polar Express. And Skipping Christmas slash Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. We, we only did three last year? I think year? those were the only three I looked back.
1: Hmm. Yeah, the, both of
0: them. Very first week, we ended up doing The Giver because we had a oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. The Giver. Woof. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you should also listen to that episode. Sure,
1: it's great. Uh, not not if you like the movie. Um, but I did love skipping Christmas. That was probably my yeah. favorite episode. Yeah. But for The Grinch and Polar Express, um, for the limited time in in December, uh, Rosha. Back by
0: popular demand. Back by no popular one, demand. No one demanded this. And Rosha will
1: be reading aloud the illustrated version of Home Alone, and we will discuss the differences um, and
0: similarities. Yeah, so if you hate my voice, now's the time to turn this <laughs> off. <laughs> but realistically, if you hate my voice, you wouldn't be listening to this. In the yeah, what episode are we on? We're
1: like 70 episodes in?
0: Way more than that. Oh, no, yeah, only yeah. 68. Just kidding. are getting there. <laughs> All right, so um, without further ado, here is. Home Alone. It <laughs> was three nights before Christmas, and the McAllister family was getting ready to leave for vacation. Everyone was busy packing. Everyone but
1: Kevin, because <laughs> in the movie we find out that Kevin does not know how to pack his suitcase. No, he's terrible at it. Um, I wouldn't let Aaliyah pack her suitcase. There's
0: no way. Well, only because she would probably pack things that like don't make sense, right? Or like so... she'd pack like summer clothes for winter or vice versa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, you know, just, like, nonsense. <laughs> like, she's great at a lot of things, but yeah, prioritizing I mean, packing.
0: Important to know, Kevin's only eight years old. Right. I don't think I ever packed a bag when no. I was eight. I packed, like, that dinky one that, like, you just take for a show. Right. That has nothing in it but your toys. Um.
1: Also, at this point in the movie, we get to meet Marv, not Marv, uh, Harry for the first mm-hmm. time. He shows up as the cop. You know what's funny? I saw on Instagram, I think, yesterday, and it was, like, a picture of... Harry in his burglar outfit Mm -hmm. and a picture of Harry in the cop outfit. And it was like, was anyone else today years old when they found out that that these were the same two
0: people? What? And I was like, excuse me, what? What? Clearly you have not been watching this movie enough. (laughs) The whole point of him being there in the cop's outfit is to do recon. (laughs) Right. So I was like, no, everyone knows that. Anyways. Fascinating. Carry on. (laughs) All right. Everyone except Kevin, who was busy getting into trouble, goes straight to bed, his mother demanded. That's enough trouble for one day. Mm.
1: See, this is the scene where we get, you know, the pizza being delivered. Mm -hmm. And we also meet Fuller, who is drinking too much diet soda. Yeah. And since there are so many people in the house, Kevin has to share a bed with him. Um, He tends to wet the bed. Yeah. And Buzz, (laughs) the older brother, you know, is antagonizing him Mm -hmm. um, and causes Kevin to react and he spills everything everywhere.
0: So I learned something during this Mm rewatch that I'd never noticed before. Mm -hmm. Did you ever notice that Kevin's. Ticket, ticket ends up, uh, yes ends up in the trash I swear I swear
1: that got added because I've never noticed that until this time I watched and it And maybe
0: it's because we were we were like very like we're mm-hmm. analyzing it big time yeah. because of the, sh- the you know the episode but like I had never, never. noticed that which makes a lot more sense because right. if they're keeping track of like the tickets they're not really paying attention yeah, right It's like, so
1: funny because I saw that too and I was like how have I never noticed
0: that Yeah hmm. I think so it was added I think so too but <laughs> Know, so yeah, it? so
1: this is where uh, Mrs. McAllister sends Kevin up to the third floor mm-hmm. um, and he is not happy about it.
0: I was watching this with my mom and my mom has seen like bits and pieces of mm-hmm. the movie but never like in full and she's like, is that his actual room? Like he oh. lives in the on the third floor and I was like, no, I think no. that's just a spare we bedroom. We actually <laughs> do not, We Kevin is home alone for however
1: long. Mm. We never see him in his actual bedroom. His bedroom, yeah. Not once. Well, it's not necessary. He has the rest of
0: the house to himself. Right. <laughs> Lying in bed, Kevin could hear voices and laughter coming from downstairs. Everyone was having fun without him. I hope I never see my family again, Kevin whispered. I wish I was home alone.
1: So that is very different. Correct. uh, Because he actually says that to his mom. Which, like, like, that's
0: mean. He's like, I hope
1: I never see you jerks again. (laughs) And she was like, well, maybe you should say it again. And maybe it'll come true or something like that.
0: Again, so, yeah. watching with Mama Roche, she's like, wow, he's being really mean to his yeah. mom. I was like, mom, I would never do that to you.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure
0: we were so nice to our moms. I don't know. I was pretty good. <laughs> oh, <well>. Sure. <laughs> the next morning, the house was very, very quiet. No one was shouting. No one was running around. No one was telling Kevin to hurry up and eat his breakfast. No one was home. Finally, Kevin realized what had happened. So in the movie
1: we get the whole scene of them waking up late because right. the power has gone out. Yes. Um, and so the alarm clocks went off. So now they're all in this frenzy because the shuttles are there to pick them up and we get the missed head count and that, you know, the little neighbor boy comes yes. over and that's how they end up leaving him yeah. home alone.
0: Again, I had to do like full blown commentary with my mom. She's like, I don't understand. How did they miscount? I'm like, that's the neighbor's kid. That's yeah. not their kid. <laughs> She's like, Oh, okay he does look kind of uh, like him i i just want to make note that like it's already i have a big family it's mm-hmm. already a nightmare to like get family situated when right. things are happening let alone when they're like an hour late to getting like there's no way that they actually made this flight in real they life
1: they said that that the flight left 45 minutes yeah. from the time they left their door there's no way absolutely if it not. was O'Hare, absolutely not <laughs> If it was literally anywhere, if it was Phoenix Sky Harbor, which has become the black even hole if, of traveling. Even
0: if I they lived where I lived, the the proximity that I lived to the airport, there's no way. And I don't think there point. was TSA pre-check or global entry at this time. No. They didn't even check the, the tickets, let's be honest.
1: True. I don't think there was even TSA at that point, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. I made my family disappear! <laughs> Good job. I've been waiting to do that. Uh, For the first time ever, Kevin had the house all to himself. He raced up and down the halls. He jumped on all the beds. He ate a giant ice cream sundae for breakfast. Ooh, that a kid. That a kid. (laughs) I do love this scene when he's like, I made my
1: family disappear. And then he, like, gets this smirk on his face. He's like, I made my family
0: disappear. (laughs) This uh, montage with the music is Mm -hmm. my favorite, like, sequence or scene from the movie. I absolutely love it. After watching hours of television, he searched through his brother's private stuff, which thankfully enough, um, they don't show the Playboy um, <laughs> oh, in, yeah. in this illustration. So I
1: did read that because, you know, there's a Playboy that he looks through in the movie. Uh-huh. They
0: actually taped the
1: pages together. Um, I would hope with, like, so. So he, Kevin wouldn't actually. I would um, hope so. Macaulay. But you know what him.
0: does make it into the book? What? Um, Buzz's girlfriend's picture. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, does
1: the tra- is the tarantula in there?
0: I do not see the tarantula. Interesting. Yeah. There's like gum. There's candy. There's some baseball. Yeah. Yeah. But no tarantula, which Interesting. is odd. Um, all right. Next page. <laughs> and rode a toboggan down a giant yes. mountain. Ah, he even tried his father's aftershave <laughs> lotion. This is not a good idea. It stings. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know what? Aaliyah didn't make it halfway through the movie with us because she was like, why does that hurt his face? And Ray is like, (laughs) it's basically like putting rubbing alcohol on a a cut. Yeah.
0: I don't actually know, like, what's the benefit of of aftershave? I wouldn't know. Is it supposed to, like, help with, like, razor burn and stuff? Probably. I would assume so. We should ask Ray. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes it was scary to be all alone. Kevin was especially afraid of his next-door neighbor. Old man Marley was the scariest person who lived on their block.
1: Well, and... We learn about Old Man Marley a lot earlier in the movie because Buzz and one of the other kids um are they're out they're looking out the window yeah. and they see him and the story behind Old Man Marley is that he's killed people and in his salt
0: trash can that he you know carries <laughs> yeah. around, that's where he keeps the bodies. Right. Which <laughs> thankfully there's no body parts. Because guess what? It's not real. Buzz right. just made it up to make them scared. Well, yeah. <laughs> And that night, Kevin heard whispers outside the living room window. Burglars were snooping around his house. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, that does happen.
0: I love it. The, I wish you guys could see these illustrations. They're just so like perfect. He's got a bag of chips and a giant two liter soda in his arm. Absolutely. I'm like a man, a boy after my own that heart. That would 1000% like, be Aaliyah. And me. I'm pretty sure I ate like that when I was like, I still eat like that. <laughs> You see, Marv said, most of the houses on this street are empty. Everyone is away for the holidays. Perfect, Harry said. We'll come back tomorrow night and steal everything.
1: I love this part in the movie because they're sitting in the van and, you know, Harry has cased all these houses, faking as the cop and kind of asking them you know, different things of whatever. And he knows exactly when all the lights are going to turn on. Yeah. And we see them in really just in the reflection of the windshield yeah. in their car. I love that scene. I
0: do love that. And
1: and it's like, <laughs> again, with the illustrations, yeah. like they're so perfect. Yeah. Like, well, like a little hairy. <laughs> so funny. Well, and they call the McAllister house, the silver tuna, because it's the biggest house on, on the street, which is like the biggest prize.
0: Oh, I've never heard that. Phrase before the silver. They tuna. say it multiple times in the movie. No, I know. I've never oh, heard it like in that. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, um, I have not paid attention to this movie up until this this rewatch. So yeah. you know, I'm learning new things every day. All right, Kevin was so scared he dialed nine one one, but the telephone didn't work. The wires had been damaged in a snowstorm. After hiding under his parents' bed for a long time, Kevin decided that he was being silly. Only a wimp would be hiding, and I can't be a wimp. I'm the grown-up of this house, and I need to act like one.
1: Trying to remember. I
0: think he says I'm the man of this house yeah. in the movie.
1: But that was a little bit later, I feel like. Initially.
0: Yeah, because this happens during the day in yeah. the movie. Because they come back um, thinking that like there's no one there, mm-hmm. and then he makes noise so that they, like, yeah. you know.
1: And at this point in the movie, the family knows that he's home alone.
0: Right, so which that's the thing. Like, we don't really get much of that in the book. Yeah. It's very much, like, focused on Kevin and what's, uh-huh. what's going on with Kevin, which I understand because it's like there's only so much illustration right. and story you so. can say, you can tell, right? The next day was Christmas Eve, and Kevin had plenty of grown-up work to do. He walked to the grocery store and bought food. He put his clothes in the washing machine he decorated a Christmas tree and he hung Christmas stockings for his parents and brothers and sisters. Cute. I miss you guys, he whispered. I wish you could come back. Aww. so a couple things. Um,
1: when he... Uh when he does laundry, mm-hmm. oh, we find out that the beginning of the movie, he's scared to go downstairs. Yeah. Obviously, it's spooky. And Basements the furnace, are scary. And the furnace downstairs, you know, like, says his name yeah. and, um, and whatnot. But then we find out that, you know, he's the man of the house, so now the furnace does not scare him. Right. It's silly. Yeah. And uh, we also see him, we do see him going to the grocery store. What else happens in this scene in the
0: book? Uh, in the book, he puts up his Christmas tree. yeah, He hangs his stockings. Yeah.
1: So, and in the movie we see him, he actually cuts down the top of a tree in the backyard. And
0: during this time, Marvin and Harry are watching him and realizing, oh, the McAllisters aren't all gone. Right. One is still home alone.
1: Exactly. And
0: we also get, you know, at that
1: point where, you remember in the movie where he makes the fake party in the house to make it look like there's people home. So So brilliant. Yeah.
0: Um, one piece that's not in the book is, uh, before he goes to the grocery store, he, I think he goes to like the corner store and buys a toothbrush Mm -hmm. and he has, asks the lady if it's like approved by the (laughs) dental association. I'm like, that's hilarious. Only a kid would ask something like that. That was actually
1: the very first scene that they filmed of the movie
0: too. Fascinating. Fun fact. (laughs) Kevin's family always went to church on Christmas Eve. So that's what Kevin did too. After the service ended, he saw his scary next door neighbor, old man Marley sitting nearby. You don't have to be afraid, Mr. Marley said. The kids in the neighborhood have lots of spooky stories about me, but they're not true. After they talked for a while, Kevin realized that Mr. Marley was, in fact, a very nice man. Are you visiting anyone for Christmas? Kevin asked.
1: So in the movie, it's actually not Christmas Eve mass yet. It's like rehearsal for the choir. (laughs) Yes. So.
0: Semantics. (laughs) No, Mr. Marley said. I miss my family and I'd like to see them, but my son and I are fighting. I said some angry words that I didn't mean. Kevin knew exactly how Mr. Marley felt. Kevin remembered wishing his family would disappear, but he hadn't really meant it. You should try talking to your son, Kevin said. Maybe I will, Mr. Marley said. When Kevin left the church, it was already dark. The burglars would be coming soon. He ran all the way home. Mm. Um, Something to note, like... Mr. Marley in the book's very much like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely talk to my, my son. Yes. In the movie, he's like, yeah, I don't think he wants to hear from me. Like, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Like, we'll see, kid. Like, you should take my advice, but I won't probably yeah. take your advice. <laughs> I love this um, page in the book because it's like a um, battle plan. So, like, mm-hmm. a sketch that Kevin put. I think, Let me see. Does it, does it? It's. I don't know if it's in the first movie. It's definitely in the second movie. We do see it in we the movie. We do see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kevin made a plan that was full of booby traps, so we've got let's see the Christmas ornaments, we've got the tar on the mm-hmm. steps, we've got the glue, the toy cars, <laughs> the uh, the fan with the feathers, mm-hmm. great stuff. Um, we do not have the oh we do um, <laughs> we do not have the fire torch that torches uh, Harry's <laughs> head though. I think they took things too that violent. were like too yeah too yeah. Like, inappropriate for children. He scattered toy cars and smeared tar on the basement steps. He made a big pile of feathers and hid sharp ornaments under the windowsills. He sprayed water on the front steps and tied paint cans to ropes. He stretched a trip wire through the hallway and built an escape route to his treehouse.
1: We also don't get the
0: the hot rod on the the front door. That like sears an M onto Harry's hand. Yeah. Great stuff. (laughs) Also, like... I don't know about you, but I would not have been a smart enough kid to come up with any Absolutely of this stuff. Not. Yeah. Absolutely not. So like more power to Kevin. Right. <laughs> At nine o'clock, Marvin Harry returned to the McAllister's house, ready to steal everything inside. They didn't know that Kevin had sprayed water all over the steps or that the water had frozen into slick, slippery ice. <laughs> Watching people fall is the funniest thing. It's great. And they do it a lot of, in, yes. in these movies. The burglar stumbled into all of Kevin's traps. Yeah. Yow! Wow! Ew! <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thanks. <laughs> Marv and Harry slipped on the toy cars and were knocked over by paint cans.
1: I would really like to know um, like what, if this actually happened in real life, like what the mortality percentage might have been for well, some of these. Well, I would
0: think in real life one of them ha- would have been like seriously injured by this Like point. when Marv falls down yeah. the, at the very beginning of yeah. the
1: stairs to the basement, I was like, nah, that's a Concussion, broken Concussion, That sure. is concussed. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Kevin escaped through his bedroom window and ran next door to his neighbor's house. Unfortunately, Marv and Harry were close behind. Now we've got you, kid," Harry said. So we didn't get the zip line from the house to the treehouse. It is. That's oh, it what, is. Yeah, when he escapes okay. through his bedroom window, it does show the zip line.
1: Yeah. So when we don't. This is where we don't see the uh, the tarantula doesn't come into play. No. When uh, Marv hits Harry with the with the crowbar, that which makes sense because since yeah. we didn't see it
0: um, in in Buzz's room in the book. So yeah, it's maybe... really
1: funny. The uh, body double they use for Kevin in the movie when he's going across the zip line is so bad. Oh, I de- I've
0: never noticed. I was
1: like, I'm sure this kid. Probably could have just done it himself. <laughs>
0: right? Well, and he's using a bicycle handle, right? Right. Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> Mr. Marley arrived just in time. Whack, whack. He bonked the burglars with his snow shovel and called the police. Then he brought Kevin home. That does happen. That does happen. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like Mr. Marley to the rescue, man. I know. Like MVP, you know. <laughs> I love his boots in this. <laughs> he's just so, he's just a sweet man. Yeah,
1: so we don't get, really in this book, we don't get any of the family in Paris. No, and we can all. talk
0: about that. Um, so let me, let me get through, you know, the, the last two, f- okay few pages, and we can talk about what's left out. So that night, Kevin left a note for Santa Claus, along with some milk and cookies. He couldn't wait for Christmas morning. And the letter in the book reads, Dear Santa, I don't need any presents. Just bring back my family. Love, Kevin McAllister. So I guess that was probably in replacement
1: of when when Kevin in the movie actually goes to see the (laughs) to see Santa, the fake
0: Santa, (laughs) the fake Santa who has the. The jalopy car, and I love the fact that he's like, I know you're not the real Santa, but I know that you do work for him. Right. So, like, can you get a message to him? Obviously, he can, <laughs> and he gives him the Tic Tacs. Yes, <laughs> which like green Tic Tacs? Ew! Blech. Come on, Santa. Blech. The orange ones are the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he woke up the next day, Kevin rushed into the living room. Mom, Dad, is anyone here? No one answered him. Womp womp. Then he heard a familiar voice. Kevin, is that you? Oh, huh? mom his mother was home i missed you so much he said giving her a giant hug i missed you too she said where are the others kevin
1: asked um in the movie he kind of first has this face of like i think i'm kind of mad at her oh 100 and then
0: he's like nah and then the smirk comes up on his face he's like okay i can't be mad at you (laughs) (laughs) the front door flew open and there they were his father his brothers and sisters everybody was home at last are you okay his father asked i'm just happy you're all back kevin said Merry Christmas. Which is not the last line of
1: the movie. (laughs) No. The last line of the movie I love because, you know, everyone's happy and, you know, safe or whatever. And Kevin's looking out the window to old man Marley, uh, you know, reuniting with his family. Yes. And all of a sudden you just hear buzz from upstairs. Kevin! Kevin! what did you do to my room? (laughs) And then that's the end of the movie. (laughs) Yes, because,
0: you know, as we've discussed, he basically ransacked poor Buzz's room to, you know, find money and and let the tarantula go and all this other stuff. But, um, yeah, so basically the book takes out the entire, like, subplot line, Mm -hmm. which is his parents, his family getting to Paris, France, which is where they were going to vacation. And his mom's, like, trek to get back home to him.
1: (laughs) Which is so funny because... I mean, there's no Gus Polanski, no Polka band, you know, getting her home. Because, you know, in the movie, the family goes to, you know, whoever's house they're staying at, but Mm. she stays at the, at the airport airport, and she like swindles her way onto a flight with some couple and, um, and she gets home and then she gets back to the United States and is not in Chicago. So she needs to find her ride there. So the Polka band, you know, drives her in a, in a box truck back to Chicago. I mean, and she's using... Planes, trains, and automobiles to get back, and she gets back maybe three minutes before the rest of the family who right. just took the flight home. The yeah, next it was day.
0: so great. She's like, "How did you guys all get back?" He's like, "We took the flight you were supposed to take." Right, <laughs> easy peasy. Right. Which is so funny. Um, beautiful rendition, Roche. Thank you. It's really my favorite
1: time of the year. I-
0: for my beautiful
1: voice. Is yeah, that why? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks. You can tell that you're an aunt and you read books to your nephews. And and, and
0: fun funnily enough, I will be giving this to my nephews um, for Christmas. They don't know yet. And they've obviously never watched Home Alone. Well, but you're going
1: to have to read it to them. Well, yeah.
0: And I think it's a good, easy, you know, mm-hmm. introduction into the yes. Home Alone world um, until they're old enough to watch the yeah. movie. Very cute. So... Do you think the book stayed true to the movie?
1: I mean, it did live out or leave out some good parts. but
0: sure. (laughs) The core message of him being home alone and burglars, you know, coming to get him was was there. All right. Are you going book or movie? As beautiful as this Mm -hmm. book is, and as like perfectly, you know, illustrated and all that, I gotta go with the movie. Of
1: course, it is a
0: classic. It is a must watch in my household Mm -hmm. every single year. Um, It's just great. I do have to ask you though, which
1: I can ask now. Are you a Home Alone 1 or 2 fan I knew
0: this question was coming. It's a
1: polarizing question. It is.
0: And I think I'm in the unpopular camp because I'm a Home Alone 2 fan.
1: Oh, that's me too. Oh, I love the New York one. Okay, Love, love,
0: love it. I don't know that it's necessarily like the plot is better. Mm -hmm. I think I just have a love for New York, especially Mm -hmm. New York in the wintertime during the holidays. And it's just, I don't know, he's a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Some of the like tricks and stuff are just more like, involved and evolved and yeah. it's just, I don't know, I like it overall and I think, you know, it's just funny that they left him again. again, Right. <laughs> so. It's
1: what, the McAllister family travel tradition. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, that's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Girls. You can also email us at TheBoovieGirls at gmail.com and like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. You just sign up at patreon.com forward slash the booby girls to get access to our bonus content including our booby serials. you'll get a shout out in a future episode a sticker for joining all that fun stuff um and that's that's all i have and it it makes a great christmas gift totally (laughs) to yourself
1: book and movie loving family and friends uh so up next we are doing uh the book a boy called christmas which is
0: a Netflix movie that's yes, just, just released um, or is releasing. Is it a cartoon movie? Or no, is it it's live action. live action. Okay. Um, so the reason I picked this book, uh, A, it's a Christmas book. <laughs> B, it came out this year. So yeah. like, you know, new stuff. And C, because the author, Matt Haig, is the same author of a book that I read at the beginning of this year okay. called The Midnight Library. Yeah. Um, it was a very popular book. Beautiful book. It's not at all a children book but mm-hmm. it's it's still very beautifully written so i was like listen i like the author it's a christmas movie or book and it's it's brand new so let's do it yeah when did they when did he write this i don't i think it was a little bit a bit ago and it's actually part of a series which oh. we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit more obviously all right all right but, i'm in yeah. it, i'm here for it <laughs> all right thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye <laughs>